everybody. It's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for another episode of Mike Makes Playlists, a podcast where I, the host, Mike, literally make a playlist and then explain it to you, the viewers, the listeners, uh, some context about the songs in there, why I love them, why maybe you should love them. Um, so yeah, uh, if you've been here for the past two episodes, I uh, hope you enjoy the playlist. If not, each week is a theme playlist. Um, and I thought it would be fun to mix it up every uh every couple weeks so i'm thinking maybe since this is the first podcast of the month um we'll make this a monthly thing where the first podcast of the month will be a segment i like to call on the radar so basically um this segment these playlists these monthly playlists will be uh, a collection of songs of up-and-coming artists that i think uh, are going to be making a huge impact in the scene uh, given the next couple years, even next couple uh, decades, even maybe their impact will be a lot longer than you could ever think. And hopefully these are a lot of artists that you haven't heard of. Or uh, once you do hear, you go see them at a gig uh, when they're playing in your town or uh, you stream their music a lot <laughs> to help them get some revenue. Um, a lot of these artists I have uh, I have uh, seen live, um, photographed or... Um, excuse me, or had the opportunity to like talk with them after a show. Um, so I wouldn't say this is biased, but this is definitely something that I'm kind of more passionate about is uh, discovering new artists and figuring out how I can help them in any way possible. Um, so with all that being said, we're going to start off with a Chicago band uh, called The Retirement Party, uh, and the song is called Runaway Dog. So this is the lead-off song of their uh, most recent record, titled Runaway Dog. Um, this outfit from Chicago, uh, they're pretty young. They're just out of college. I believe they went to Columbia or something like that. Uh, they're, they're kind of a punky, alternative, kind of quirky, one of those um, pop punk bands that I really enjoy. But as you can hear from this song alone, the, the production of their of their um, tunes are, are, is quite, quite immense. Um, and it came a long way from their... their their debut album, which I think, did it come out last year? It came out last year or the year before. It wasn't too long ago, um, where it was pretty straight, um, you know, fast-paced, very, like, basic, um, you know, reverb, Fender guitar um, riffs. But with this, it seems juicier. It seems thicker in production. It seems uh, a lot more thought out. And I think it seems a little conceptual as well, as a lot of the songs have to do with adolescence. And it, and uh, the track list itself kind of reads off it like like a list of things to do as you're growing up. You know, your dog runs away, and then like you get you get hurt, so you have compensation. Blah blah blah. It's a whole thing. Um, I lo- I really love this record. I really love this song. Um, and in the song in particular, there's this one part where uh, the drums kind of there's this breakdown happening at the end. They're, they're really, you know, they're strumming their guitars really hard. And the, the drums, you'll hear it, and it gives me goosebumps every time it does this, like, comes all the way around, and then it matches the, you know, with the cymbals and the and the, and the bass drums, it matches the breakdown, and it's, it's very beautiful. Um, it's, it's kind of hard for me to describe uh, without you listening to it. Give the song a listen, let me know what you think. All right. The next song we have on this playlist is called Cheap Regrets by the Philadelphia outfit, The Districts. I'm 
Uh, the districts have a special place in my heart. I've seen them like five times, and I think only one of those times that I've seen them have has it been a um, uh, their tour. Um, I've seen them a million times where they're opening for other bands, which is awesome. And I think I have so much respect for them because I've seen them live. The amount of effort and um, emotion they put into their performances is astonishing. And watching Rob Grote, who is the lead singer and guitarist of this band, um, perform is kind of like watching him get possessed by some music demon. Um, it's absolutely insane. And after seeing that, listening to their progression as artists coming from their first album, which was kind of like more folky and Americana to this really um, well put together album that they just released. Uh, you Know I'm Not Going Anywhere um, that came out this past March. Uh, they were supposed to go on tour for it, obviously, but uh, it got cut short due to COVID. I was going to shoot their show in uh, Chicago and it was going to be sweet. But um, yeah, the Districts is uh, on the list of underrated bands right now. They're definitely up there. Um, I think what they do really well is kind of create this dreamy atmosphere around their uh, their songs. And I, I, it's got to be the plugins that Rob uses on his vocal, vocals. Um, it, it's very dreamy. It's very, um, but it's also kind of haunting in a sense because Rob's voice isn't like, it's not like absolutely astonishing, but it, it hits so well with the, the music that they produce. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's, it's, you just gotta listen to these guys. You really gotta listen to this album, um, and you'll know what you know what I mean. I love the I love how they produce these songs. I love the uh, the effects they put on the guitars and the thoughts they put on the drums and the uh, the organization and the assembly of uh, each instrument. It seems so precise and so well done. Um, there are four albums in, and hopefully with this album, then maybe the next they'll be uh, getting the the, uh, <laughs> the attention they deserve. With that being said, uh, the next song on the list is called "Forever Dumb" by the band Surf Curse. What I love about this song and a lot of their other songs uh, in particular is the uh, sense of nostalgia that they bring. Even though this is uh, this is a fairly recent song, it came out I think it came out what 2017 or something like that. Um, yeah, so it, it evokes this sense of nostalgia, and it has to do with the um, you know the reverb and the the uh, I guess the pacing of the song as well. It kind of sounds like the beginning of like uh, um, or not the beginning, but like the uh, the climax of um of a coming to age movie, you know, where uh, it's it's kind of like a montage of this adventure that our, our titular characters are going on. It's a perfect song to put on with the windows down um, and an evening, a nice, nice warm and uh, a cool breeze evening driving home after a really good day with your friends or driving your way to a party um, or even with your friends in the car. It's just a great song to think about your friends, even though that's not what the song's about at all. Um, this uh, me and Alan were actually supposed to see these guys at uh, Athalia Hall, damn, like a month ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, due to this, due to COVID, this uh, the tour, their tour was canceled as well. I heard about these guys um, in a weird way because I actually listened to their side project called Current Joys First. Um, Nick Radigan, who is one of the uh, he's the drummer in this band, but also does vocals uh, in Surf Curse as well. He has a side project called Current Joys, which I'm sure will appear on one of these um, on the radar segments in the near future. Uh, it's very um, 
personal for him and is very uh, intense. Um, and something that me and Alan really love about like these guys is their music videos. It's just um, they have this one song called Disco, and the use of dance in that in that music video in particular is just so mind blowing. Um, I think the video for this is pretty good too. Uh, it also evokes a sense of nostalgia. And I think it, I think it's pretty much like a montage of like friends having fun, um, the kind that you would like to have with this song playing in the background. So, yeah. The next song in this playlist is called We Can't Win by a band called The Goon Sacks. I was told to distance myself from a situation when it makes me nervous But I don't want distance when distance always seems to be the thing that comes and hurts us We can't win How can I feel alright when I'll hate myself for it? Alan showed me this band I think last summer and uh, I think we we're both kind of blown away by the uh, Lou Reed influence um, throughout this this whole project that that he sent. I think this, what's this album called? Give me a second. This album is called um, I think it's just called The Goon Sacks, actually. Oh no, it's called We're Not Talking uh, from 2018. And um, I really like the track on this on this. Uh, I mean, like like the uh, the music, the production on this track. Um, it kind of sounds like something you'd hear from Radiohead right before the song uh, kind of bursts into utter chaos, but uh, it doesn't in this song. It, it's it's completely somber. Um, it's very slow paced and it has a feature from a female. Uh, it might be she might be part of the band. I'm not too sure um, the credits on this song in particular, but yeah, it it's it's very it makes it's very thoughtful. It's very slow paced, but it, it kind of puts you in a place where you're gonna like sit down and really kind of reevaluate something's going on in your life. Um, I really appreciate not only this song, but the whole record. Uh, I kind of want to get more into these guys. I almost forgot about these guys until the other day, and I thought they would be a perfect fit to put on this uh, this, this playlist because they're really not that well-known. Um, other than me and Alan, I really don't know that many people who have really listened to the Goon Sacks, and I'm ready to take a dive into whatever else their discography uh, has. I hope you guys will join me, and I hope uh, you know when this, uh, when all the restrictions on venues and all that clear up, we can all go to a show together and see these guys play at some small Chicago bar, and I'll buy you guys all Malort shots and some PBRs. <laughs> all right. So next on the list, we have um, DJO or Dejo. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his band name. Anyways, it's Joe Keery's uh, project called Dejo, and the song is called Chateau Feel Alright. familiar with the name Joe Keery, uh, then you might know him by his name that he's played in a uh, very popular uh, Netflix science fiction show called Stranger Things. Uh, he is one of the lead characters, uh, Steve, the guy with the big hair. Um, and I have been a big fan of his music for a long time. Um, if you didn't know he made music, actually a lot of stars on Netflix uh, make music. There's this, uh, the lead, the lead character of that one show, 13 Reasons Why, um, 
his band is called Wallows, and I, they're definitely going to be making an appearance on one of these because they're super underrated, but they were one of my favorite. I think they were my favorite album last year. Uh, anyways, back to Joe Kiri. Um, he was... Uh, I think he was the bassist or guitarist of, and uh, one of the singers of the Chicago outfit Post Animal. Um, and if you're into the Chicago scene, if you're into the Chicago rock scene, you know, with, with Twin Peaks and Grape Tooth and all them, then you're going to know Post Animal because they are definitely one of the more up-and-coming kind of like psychedelic rock bands. Joe Keery is known for very just like elaborate performances. Um, his voice obviously is very is very lovely. Uh, and he, he has that kind of like psychedelic flair to a lot of his music. Ever since uh, when was when did Stranger Things come out? Because I saw I saw him tour with Post Animal in like 2014. I got to meet the guy, and that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so ever since Stranger Things came out, he has moved out to LA, obviously, and um, I think he's missed music. He did a he did a little stunt little stint with uh, Post Animal after the last album uh, in 2018. But since then, has started his own project called DJL, which a lot of the guys from Post Animal went, flew out to LA to perform with him for his uh, first ever show, which I think is really cool. Um, so DJO, DJO, whatever that name is, he released that last year, uh, and the album is called 2020, ironic, uh, because it was released in 2019. This song in particular is my favorite off the album. Um, because it, it's kind of slow. It, it sounds like one of those, um, if you were to put your your LP on on a turntable and kind of turn down the speed. This is kind of what it would sound like, and I think that's probably his intention for the production of the song. Um, and I really enjoy the lyrics. I, I enjoy how, um, you know, I think Alan, always, Alan and I always talk about the importance of an artist showing restraint. And within this song, because, like, you, if you're familiar with Post Animal or, like, even the rest of this album, you're familiar that Joe Keery can sing, he can be a performer, he can really um, create music that, that lasts... Um, you know, it will last. It will last a long time and be remembered. But throughout this song, he kind of holds back um, the expectations of what people think he should be doing, and really delivers this really slow, concentrated song. Um, so give this album a listen. Twenty twenty by Dejo, DJO, however you pronounce it. Um, with that being said, we are going to go on to the next song, which is by a band called The Greeting Committee, and the song is called "You Got Me." I'm an absolute sucker for a good love song, um, and this one, it doesn't seem too cheesy or forced. It seems honest uh, in a lot of ways. A lot of the word, pl- not the wordplay, but like just lyrics in this uh, in this song in general is fantastic. Uh, I have nowhere to be other than right next to you. Um, later in the chorus, she says, uh, you can find me giving everything but up on you. Uh, fantastic line. And uh, this this band in general is just uh, they kind of blew me away. They they flew under my radar for a long time, and then I was photographing a show in Knoxville. I was photographing um, Hippocampus. If you guys haven't heard of them, very uh, very talented band as well. So they were opening up for Hippocampus, and I was photo- I got to photograph their entire uh, the greeting committee's entire set, and they had saxophones, trumpets. Uh, the lead singer was wearing like this suit jacket that she like ripped off and tossed into the crowd and she was just jumping she had so much energy and just like 
absolutely dominated that stage unlike any kind of like opening band I've seen. And so I had to go and listen to the rest of uh, their discography. Found this album from 2018, their, their most recent one. It's called This Is It. And the whole thing uh, is just fantastic. It is absolutely fantastic. I love the thoughtful lyrics. I love the guitar riffs. I love the saxophone. I love how they're able to take all these elements and kind of put them together into a very concise and uh, memorable piece of art. Uh, they just released an EP last year. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. That one's very solid as well. But their uh, their music is just, um, yeah, it's it, it's very good, <laughs> to say the least. So give them a listen, uh, the Greeting Committee. I think they're out of North Carolina or something like that. I could be wrong. But yeah, uh, moving on, we are going to a band called Wunderbar uh, with their song called Oh Lala. about a memorable uh, chorus and melody uh, this song is very eclectic and eccentric and all other words that mean uh, you know kind of wild and sporadic and, and weird uh, and this was my introduction to the band and if you take a deeper dive into this album called Gawk and uh, their most recent album which rele- was released I think back in February uh, called Either Light uh, you'll find a collection of very interesting and memorable tunes uh, out of this alternative indie folk band uh, I really love their the tones that their guitar give off, and I think even within, I haven't seen them live, but I can tell you by the way their albums sound, by the lot, of, by the way that a lot of their tracks sound, I can tell that they're a lot of fun. They they bring a lot of energy. I can only imagine seeing this song live because I don't even know how you make that noise. He was uh, he was making the chorus there. Um, and even the name of the song, Au Lala, Au Lala, I, I can't, it's, it, upon first look, you might not be able to pronounce it, but yeah, uh, Wunderbar, very underrated artist, uh, definitely on the come up, I believe they've only had two albums out, hopefully, because um, Either Light was actually much more well put together than Gawk, even the uh, the cover of Either Light looks more appealing to a alternative crowd rather than Gawk, which I'm not. It's not always a good thing. Uh, I love the cover of Gawk. Don't get me wrong, but I'm thinking if they're if the direction of the band they want to take is for a more wider audience, that uh, Either Light is probably your best bet to get into them. Uh, if you really enjoy some weirder, uh, more sporadic tunes, then Gawk is definitely your. your, your that it's 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 a fantastic album. I'm sorry, I'm stum- stumbling so much, but it's a great album. Uh, everything they've put out so far has been great. I enjoy everything. Um, but that leads us into our second to last uh, song, which is by a band that I love uh, called Louis Del Mar and the song Memories. It was drizzling on the day. She asked me for divorce. I told her, of course, what else do you see? I drank for six days straight. 
I think it would be very easy for me to go off on a tangent about how much I love these guys. I have, uh, me and my best friend Josh, we actually have matching tattoos based on uh, this kind of concept that they have with those two stripes. Um, Louis Del Mar is a band uh, comprised of two people, neither named Louis. It is, uh, their, their names are Max and Danny. Um, and they consider themselves folk artists more so than like an alternative artist because uh, their music literally is recollections of stories of their lives um, on a more literal note rather than a medical, metaphorical kind of based off of a true story that you see in a lot of modern music. Um, and I think their songwriting is definitely the thing I appreciate the most out of all of them because uh, the lyrics are so well thought and poetic and Danny's voice is just amazing. And I don't think people realize that until you really kind of listen to more. Because they kind of burst on the scene in 2015 with their song, Loudy. Um, And it's just such a bold statement and bold first single to put out. Um, They've been, they appeared on two late night shows. uh, And then they made an album in 2016 called Louis Del Mar. And they kind of dipped out after that. They they went on a couple tours. I saw them twice. I should have seen them three times, but I got kicked out. Um, That's a funny story for another time. And um, yeah, so they dipped out for a while. They are kind of reclusive. But they're very artistic in a lot of their ways. Um, so every once in a while, they would post on their social media a painting that they would do or something very cryptic. And people have been absolutely berating these guys. Like, where is the new music? Where is your next album? When is it coming out? And finally, they gave us a taste a couple weeks ago with two tracks they released. Uh, one's called The Ceiling and one's called The Border. Um, and like I was saying earlier, these guys are uh, are folk at the very core where uh, you know their, their first album was a kind of a diary of Max and Danny growing up together in Brooklyn in Rockaway Beach Um, and it's very it's poetic but also very literal and you don't realize that until like you hear a lot of interviews like yeah these are literally things that happened to us word for word Uh, and I think it's very cool and they were explaining that their next album will be um, there's 15 songs on it and I think they they separated into into like kind of chapters and uh, I know for a fact that actually after touring together these guys have been best friends since like birth Uh, I guess they stopped being friends for a while just because like they felt that this band was uh, turning into a job which I I assume what happened to most bands uh, that that kind of stayed together for that amount of time Um, and they they had a chance to kind of go their separate ways recollect themselves and come back and hopefully create a, a, a masterpiece or magnum opus um, and it will be their second album and in four years actually uh, it's been it's been since the debut and I'm really excited for it and I really love these guys and I can't I can't stop talking about them for some reason and if you find me outside and you want to talk to me about these guys if you like this song then dive into their album if you like the album uh, Give me, get, talk to me. These guys are fantastic. Danny and Max are very thoughtful musician, musicians, uh, very underrated. And I think it's because they're so reclusive. And I think they want it that way, which I really respect. I don't respect artists that kind of come out the gate and immediately, immediately want to be these arena rock stars and stuff. Danny and Max know what they're doing. They know what they want, and they know the music they want to produce. Um, and I really appreciate that more than anything out of any other band. Um, and the next artist, actually, is doing the same thing. And his name is Dijon, and this song is called Violence. Would you wait around with me begging you, Violet? Would you stay around for me? I'm begging you. 
I end with Dijon because I cannot stress this enough. You need to listen to Dijon. He doesn't have an album out yet. He has two EPs and a, and a collection of singles, but just, oh, he is such a, his voice is so beautiful. Um, the production on his tracks are so minimalistic, yet so effectful. Effectful, is that a word? <laughs> I had the opportunity and the absolute honor to photograph his set when he was opening up for Omar Apollo when Omar played his hometown show back in December. Um, and hearing his voice live is fantastic. And I love the way that he is able to just control how much is coming out of him. Um, and the energy when you see him live, and you can even hear it in his, um, in his recordings, um, it's very controlled and concise and purposeful um his r&b style is easy to mesh with this you know mainly rock and alternative playlist because a lot of his production is very guitar based um and there's a part on this song where he kind of belts out you know towards the end this this it kind of leads to like this crescendo of um erraticness and i love his vocals on this track. I love his vocals on uh, every track he does. He has a lot of poppy tunes, and he has a lot of very, um, I would say, unorthodox R&B tunes. Uh, I think he's really trying to change the way that people view R&B music, and I think just music in general. He has this very, he's also kind of reclusive. Uh, he's very quiet on social media, and he's very weird in that sense. And uh, I really enjoy his presence as an artist, and I really enjoy the music he's making. And I think he will blow up one day, and I'm, I'm kind of not hoping for that. I kind of want to keep Dijon a little secret to myself and to those few of you that listen to these podcasts. Um, with that being said, listen to Dijon, listen to Violence, listen to all these amazing artists I put on this uh, this playlist for you guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, next week I'll be into another themed playlist that is more precise than this kind of, um, I guess this is a broad topic, I guess, but yeah, uh, once a month I'll be doing these, kind of keep you guys updated on artists that I think will be the future of music and should be listened to more, obviously. Um, I've been Mike, also known as Slater. Thank you for listening to Mike Makes Playlists, and I'll see you next week.